Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. the gridiron the hardwood floor season is pushing on welcome to episode 27 of the into the lab podcast i'm your host ernest silva also found at the sport gene and powered by the mothership nope it is not overtime heroics <laughs> yeah <laughs> is the mothership blue color sports yeah. where we are back with the first multi-sport episode as we transition from the nfl into the xfl and nba seasons our panel of experts bring the latest information and trade buzz straight to your ears. And like always, if you are a betting person, this episode is definitely for you. This show is coming to you from the Sports Analytics Headquarters <coughs> in San Antonio, Texas. But your favorite sports analysts are cooking in the lab from all over the globe. Let's cue the announcer and let's get this party started. From and now, tonight's starting Lena. I'm Pittsburgh, football, hockey, gambling writer for Blue Collar Sports, Twitter handle at Steel Curtain P-E-H, the most interesting name in the world, Paul. What's going on, guys? Let's get this uh, basketball going. From Bali, Indonesia, a beverage connoisseur himself, wrestling expert for Blue Collar Sports, Twitter handle at Dre2124, Dre Rogers. Someone do their dream. Cobra? <laughs> Hi, I'm a Cobra. Dre, is a snake in my boot? We don't know. It, oh, man. It could, could be a Cobra, a Python. <laughs> oh, he just sent a picture of a snake on the beach. Wow. <laughs> uh, cheat, and like I said. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Dre has made his announcement from Winnipeg, featured on the podcast The Institute of Drafting, the 2009 Into the Lab NFL Pick'em Champion, Twitter <coughs> handle at the Phantom Jazzy, Miles Bloomquist. The 2009 Into the Lab Pick'em Champion? All right. <laughs> How old were you at 2009, Miles? I would be seven years old. Uh, early riser. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Get the fucking prodigy. Yeah, no shit. Glad we have him. From St. Charles, becoming a regular from the Loud Sports Podcast, part of the Blue Collar Sports Network, Twitter handle at loud underscore sportscast, Kyle Gorney. What's going on, guys? Excited to join you again this week. Welcome back, Kyle. From the great city of Pittsburgh, a contributor for Fan Sided and Blue Collar Sports, Twitter handle at VMoneySports, Vaughn Dalezell. Hey guys, great to be back. Miles, congratulations for being the football champion. Uh, definitely excited to jump into basketball with you guys. Let's get it tonight. 
Good to have you again, Vaughn. And last, from Boston, slightly biased, very own, and co-host of Smack Talk, Twitter handle at Reisner underscore Steven. Might have seen his video tonight. The great Steve Reisner. What's going on, everybody? Happy to be here. Happy to be working with everybody. Let's talk some fucking hoops. Yeah, really hate to have everyone back for today's episode. And lots to get to, including our own podcast. Lots of changes coming up. So, as you know, round one will be analysis of some of the sports' biggest stories across the world. Round two will be all NBA, all XFL, latest team trends and games of the week in our pick'em segment. And then round three, you hear some final thoughts from all of us on some of the recent news. And then introduction to ITL's The Audible competition. We'll talk about that later on. Um, a full group tonight. Great topics. Let's jump right into the action with top stories of the week. Round one, league news and updates. First off, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champions, and prove that nothing is set in stone. I know my heart was happy to see the Texas Tech Prodigy win his first championship. I know that's going to sting Steve a little bit. And Andy Reid finally get his. Andy Reid finally got his. That was wonderful. But me let's too. talk about a new oh, AFC champion. Does <laughs> <laughs> well, makes my skin crawl. Let's jump. Let's jump right into it. What are you guys' thoughts from the game? And I'll start with you, Kyle. Kind of bring us in here. What, what did you think about the Chiefs upsetting the 49ers? Uh, well, I called it. I was riding the Chiefs bandwagon that whole week. Um, actually, it was two weeks. I wasn't too surprised. I was surprised the way they did it, but I wasn't too surprised that they won. Um, I didn't think, you know, San Francisco really had the firepower to go, you know, score for score with Kansas City, but they kind of proved me wrong there in the first half. You know, they, they go up on them, and then it really looked like it was put away in the fourth. Then Patrick Mahomes happened. He puts up 21 answer, unanswered points in the fourth quarter been doing that all year um one thing that i stated on my show your show steve's show very adamantly about that game was if jimmy garoppolo had to throw more than 30 passes they would lose i know it's not much more but he threw 31 so um and i just felt like you know if they made garoppolo have to throw the ball they were gonna lose and then the way shanahan played at the end of the game there i I just didn't like it i felt like they should have been conservative ran the ball more um, congratulations to the Chiefs. It was well-deserved. They were the best team in the AFC this year. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, easily one of the greatest talents in football right now. Um, he's, he's awesome. Uh, he's fun to watch. And, uh, you know, my hat's off to him. And Andy Reid deserved it. I'm glad he finally got one. You know, I'll be the first one to say I think uh, a lot of Kyle Shanahan fans were looking at Deja Boot again there for the uh, Super Bowl. And uh, – Saw, saw an utter collapse again with Kyle Shanahan's play calling. So what do we think about Kyle Shanahan? Is this a trend? Is it too early to tell? Is this a trend that he, he kind of chokes in the big game? Uh, or is this... <laughs> yeah. uh, Miles, you had a good take on this. I mean, I'm a Shanahan expert. <laughs> All I can say is um, uh, I'm very happy he's no longer a coach for the Falcons. I have an yeah, issue with the way he just manages games. I just, I think it's just horrible. Shanahan or Quinn? Shanahan. Ooh, it no, just... I go, I go Dan Quinn because even that, even Dan Quinn is smart enough to make certain adjustments when he knows it's when he knows it's not working, uh, especially when it comes to like 
franchise altering moves or in a big game, uh, Quinn is probably better for that because Shanahan just likes to fuck it over. Shanahan yeah, gets clearly. trigger happy. Shanahan gets really trigger happy. Why did you call a fucking deep ball on third and ten? That was the stupidest man, fucking thing ever. Especially with that quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Why, why, just get ten yards. Move the chains. I, I personally thought when they didn't call a timeout after they stopped the Chiefs before the end of the before halftime started, that was a huge mistake. That was their chance that, to get the ball back with a minute and a half, move up the field, possibly get some points, and that George Kittle offensive penalty kind of set them back. But if they would have called a timeout earlier, they would have been in that position. So, I feel like there's two million football fans that agree with that. Yep. Yeah, it was bad. So is this the start of a Chiefs dynasty? Like the Chiefs coming out on, on Easy on there. Ball. Pump the brakes. Pump at, at, the least, at least for the AFC, pump yes. Them. Pump them. Pump them. God. They're going to dominate the AFC for years. Chiefs and like, Ravens. Is that coming from a Packers? So, team? so like, so like next year when Tom Brady's back with the Patriots, we beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. That'll be whoa, the Chiefs whoa, dominating whoa, whoa, the Patriots. Whoa, whoa. I'm pretty sure Brady's gonna be a Raider next season, bro. <laughs> oh, oh no, my god! Absolutely. <laughs> with a B. With a B. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you know what? Gruden is gonna hire Belichick as his defensive coordinator. And not. And not and Bill, then, his and, fucking and, son. And, and, his fucking son. That's an no, 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 no. Right there from Steve. No, because you, you, you guys got these all these crazy theories. So, so whatever team Brady goes to, Belichick will then leave the Patriots to become the defensive coordinator of that team, and Julian Edelman will get traded to that team. And Gronk's going to unretire, go to that team. And Danny Evans going to sign and, and there. Julian Edelman's washed up shit. And, and probably so is AB, yeah. I'll just kind of call you crazy. Up shit. This is just, I mean, wherever, wherever Tom Brady goes, they're just playing Where's Waldo with Tom Brady in the NFL right now. It's fucking hilarious. Steve's going to become a Raiders bandwagon fan. No, I won't. Dude, we're going to see you in Vegas. The black hole. <laughs> that so Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. So Tom Brady, let's talk about Tom Brady. Uh, we won't talk about the Chiefs dynasty because obviously it's a sore topic for about s- seven of us. I think there might be only seven of us, so all of us. So let's just say Tom Brady is up for grabs, like the rumors do suggest. Where is the best situation for Tom Brady? Is it New England? Yes, absolutely. That's where he's going to oh, want to stay because you Tennessee. don't want to go learn a new play. Tennessee. Tennessee, you say New England. Anybody else have another team just to shoot out there? Detroit. (laughs) That actually wouldn't hurt. He's not going anywhere. No. Minnesota. Buccaneers. That was stupid. (laughs) No shot. Chargers. Rams. Rams. Where is he been the last two weeks? Because wherever he goes, that's where he's signing, according to the media. Wherever he goes, as as a well-traveling celebrity. He's going to go to Fox. (laughs) That's crazy. He went to Canada. I mean, he's got a house in Connecticut. So is he he, he signing with the fucking Jets? I heard a rumor that um, he was taking over Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's, that's yeah. So we're going to trade, actually. It's going to be a trade for Brady Brady uh, to to Green Bay for Rodgers. That's hor- That's a horrible trade. <laughs> for, for us. For us. We don't oh, want no, the so- washed-up quarterback. 
so let's oh, go yeah, down the line. So he, good he, in the he, playoffs. You're saying you're saying Steve that he's staying. I think I think you've said the same thing, Kyle. Correct? He's staying New England. I I want to say he's yeah, going but to I'm Fox. Also, I'm on the fe- I'm on the <laughs> fence, dude. I just because you never know with this man. He he doesn't really reveal his cards, so it's hard to say. All Brady wants to do now is commercials and shit for Hulu, so he'll probably just retire and tell you all fuck you. I bet he now got my, paid more for that fucking you... uh, commercial than he ever did by the Patriots. Now, what a good commercial that was. I'm going to talk about <laughs> that for a second, though. Wasn't that such a good commercial? I completely I thought it. he was announcing Cause, retirement. Cause he completely trolled everybody for like an entire he he kind of is better on social media than any one of us. I love it. Wow. It's not pissing you off. I actually like it. He's one of the best. Miles, where do you think Tom Brady ends up? Uh, in my Pittsburgh. honest heart, I believe Tom Brady either ends up with the Las Vegas Raiders or the Dallas Renegades of the XFL. What the oh fuck? Oh, my gosh. Wow. What? Wow. This... So, uh, look, we're just going to edit we're that take out of the yeah, show, right? Vaughn, what do you think? There's no shot he goes anywhere besides New England. There's no shot. Mm-hmm. I don't see the Cowboys. The report came out. New England. He's not leaving New England. The unanimous consensus, so, besides Dre and Miles, is pretty much he's staying in New England. So Dre, I'll, do I even want to ask where he's going? He's going to say a different team every time. Yeah. <laughs> he's dead. So, so wait, the report came out Ian Rappaport on Super Bowl Sunday uh, that the Patriots were willing to pay Tom Brady 30 plus million dollars a year yeah. to get him to come back. That would be yeah. more than enough. The to issue bring is him back. they need weapons. I, 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 That'd yeah, be the and, dumbest then, move and, ever. And, and, then, and then his next, what he, the next report that came out was he said, uh, weapons is. Brady's top priority, and that he's not asking for thirty or more. No, so, so he's they're, what? they're already offering more than he wants. What? So he's signing. In- what? Why would he go anywhere else? It's like it's like if and that's Kobe that's Bryant what he said in the commercial too. He said, "I'm not going anywhere." Yeah. Why well, wouldn't you want to win a championship with Las Vegas? That'd be pretty cool. It won't happen. Why would a forty-three-year-old yeah, man with kids want to move to Vegas and play for because a franchise that is so he can get a franchise that so he can gamble, dude? So he can enjoy his retirement. So he can enjoy his retirement. Deep down, Tom Brady doesn't like this clean boy shit. He wants strippers. He wants drugs, and he wants to gamble, guaranteed. You guys are poking the bear. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's Bob, got a Brazilian wife. Bob, Bob, Bob Kraft of... got me six Super Bowls. He could do whatever the fuck he wants. Somebody <laughs> serve him. Yeah, except except as long as he's playing here. If oh, he signs okay. somewhere else, then he loses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my well, god. Well, let's talk about something else that comes back like a bad Thank rash. You. Let's talk about Antonio Brown. Oh and, Jesus and Christ! About that wonderful. Yes. <laughs> all right, that's all. That's all. Yeah. Steve, Steve, go ahead and tell us. Just give us a one-liner. What's going on with Antonio Brown? Uh, he claims he doesn't have CTE, and I think that's bullshit. <laughs> Best one-liner Antonio Brown segment you'll hear today, folks. 
let's let's switch gears. Let's stay on the field, but let's switch leagues. We're gonna go to the XFL. Obviously, new to the cast, we're gonna have Miles and Dre talk to us about what sh- we should expect with this week's games and what kind of teams are playing and which players are gonna be standouts. So, Miles, why don't you start us off, and then Dre will come on. All right, so uh, I think a lot of people don't really know too much about the XFL. There hasn't been a lot of news out. You kind of got to go digging for yourself. So I've made a little bit of a list here with some notable names and some info you need to know going into the weekend. So I think probably the biggest name in the XFL, uh, a name I hope everyone here will know, is Bob Stoops, the former head coach from Oklahoma who retired in 2017 as the head coach of the Dallas Renegades. And kind of weird to say that the biggest name is a coach and not a player, but there aren't a lot of big players. But some notable NFL names that you might recognize, guys like Coney Ely, the defensive end who's on Houston, uh, wide receiver Sammy Coates, who used to play for Pittsburgh and had a couple good seasons there, is also on Houston. Um, some will probably remember Sean Oakman, who was a top defensive prospect before he got into some hot water. Uh, he's on LA. Um, even someone from the AAF, the Alliance of American Football League, quarterback Louis Perez, who uh, we saw is also in the XFL. So there's a couple big names. Even punter Marquette King is making his return. So. Yeah, so so a lot of big things going on. Dre, do you want to add anything to that? I think I lost you. No, we got you, Dre. <laughs> oh, I can hear Miles. Oh, am I next? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the XFL Into the Lab Draft. (laughs) Today, listeners, we, your favorite fantasy experts, will select what teams we will cheer for in the XFL. (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) With the first pick, Steve selects. The Dallas team, because they have a former Patriot on their team. (laughs) That works for me. (laughs) As long as it's not New York. Do I have to pick for everyone? (laughs) Do you have any any XFL updates? What? No. Okay. Actually... (laughs) I, I forgot I had this written down, but um, the XFL is introducing a whole bunch of new rules um, that they want to make it a faster game. They want to make it more exciting. So a big thing to note is um, once you score a touchdown, you don't kick. There's no point after where you kick. The, instead, teams can go for one point, two point, or three points from the two, five, or ten yard line, respectively. Um, there's also a shootout style overtime where instead of like a 10 minute period where, you know, you go back and forth until someone scores, it's every team starts from the two yard line. You get one shot to score. Then the other team gets a chance. You get five tries. And if it's still tied after that, then it's sudden death. So uh, there's a couple new exciting things that they're implementing. And I'm sure as hell going to watch just to see how that works. Um, they, they definitely want to branch out a little bit from what the NFL looks like. 
Well, it's definitely awesome. So a lot of cool things with the XFL, a lot of rule changes, a lot of former players. So looking forward to that. The big thing about us is that we want to make sure that we know the best about these teams. So there's eight teams in total. There's the Seattle Dragons, the D.C. Defenders, the Los Angeles Wildcats, the Houston Roughnecks, the Tampa Bay Vipers, the New York Guardians, which these cities cannot be a part of, the St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Dallas Renegades. So... From what I understand, Steve is claiming the Dallas Renegades, or, or he's been assigned from uh-huh. Gray, the Dallas Renegades. So, if we're going to pick a team here, I'm obviously the Houston Roughnecks, so let's not even go with the Texas teams. Everything else is left. Let's go ahead and, and, and pick a team for this for this season and kind of follow them. Miles, since you did the, you did the homework, you get to pick, make the first bid. Um, well, I originally, this was my team to start off with, uh, and it's solely, I swear to God, solely because of Sean Oakman. Uh, I think it's just kind of funny that he has a job, but yeah, I'm going to follow the LA Wildcats for the season. Okay, LA Wildcats goes to Miles. Vaughn, what team would you like to follow? Uh, the New York Guardians all day. So, uh, actually, what, one of my best friends from high school is the safety for them, Demetrius Cox. He was also my Oh, nice. I was the receiver. He was the quarterback, so that was my guy. Um, and a fun fact, there's other safety is Drayvon Henry. Uh, I played against him my last career high school game in Heinz Field where the Steelers play. First play of the game on defense, he hurdled me on live TV. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's legit. Um, so, yeah, good luck to them. I'm a fan. Uh, I don't hate him. They beat us. I don't hate him. But, yeah. Guardians all day. Very nice. Paul, I'm going to give you the next bid. Uh, I'll go with the Defenders. DC Defenders going to Paul. I'm going to go with you next, Kyle. Um, I'll take Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. And I think that leaves Seattle for Drake. Am I right? And, and that dragon actually looks like a cobra, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That is awesome. So there are your teams. So we'll be following the XFL throughout the season and giving. So definitely keep informed with us, and and uh, you'll be seeing some shit talking the whole year. So we'll go over pick them in the next segment. Before we switch gears and go right into the XFL pick them, let's hit the hardwood court. Let's talk about what's been going on since the end of October. NBA is in full swing. We got some sports scientists that are going to catch us up this season and get us going right at the midway point towards the all-star break. Vaughn and Paul, go ahead and take it away. Let's start with the Eastern Conference and work our way west. Yeah, so the East, Eastern Conference has been loaded with action. Um, obviously, some trades have gone down lately. Clint Capella just got sent to the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks are going to be a stacked team in the next couple of years. I mean, what they've done in the draft, let alone, has been impressive. Just to build around Trey Young and John Collins, but adding Clint Capella is kind of uh, the icing on top of the cake right now. That's going to develop into a nice core team. But another couple teams just to hit on. Obviously, the Milwaukee Bucks are forty-three and seven. They look like the best team. The Miami Heat have been dominant at home. Um, they've been one team that has just stood out and looked like they could be a playoff team next month, twenty-two and three uh, in Miami. And the Boston Celtics. I know Stephen Miles love them. They really shown what they uh, what they could do this season with Kemba Walker, losing Kyrie Irving, and of course Kyrie Irving has barely played, have been hurt all season. Uh, so these conferences have been pretty loaded with action. The Sixers is one team I kind of want to note that hasn't made as much of noise as we thought. They uh, have <laughs> with Al Horford. Al Horford might be the worst signing of the off season. 
in my opinion. And yeah, he I, definitely looks old this year. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't fit. Um, having two centers in your front court doesn't make much sense. And uh, I want to give a special shout-out to Zach Levine, Bradley Bill, and Derrick Rose. Neither, None of the three made the All-Star game. Um, I am heartbroken for Levine being a Bulls fan. He had the best season of his career, and he didn't make it. Bradley Bill averaged darn near 30 points and didn't make the All-Star game. So, uh Kind of disheartened for those guys, but they're going to have good second heart, second half of the season. So, good stuff in this Eastern Conference. And uh, yeah, Paul, I'll let you take away on the Western Conference. Yeah, out west. I mean, we all kind of know uh, the Lakers have been having a great season. Um, you know, the Kobe news obviously for them has you know solidified them. I think as a team that you know wants to make a run. Uh, the Clippers have owned them though in the two meetings so far. Uh, they're right behind them. Uh, the Nuggets have looked good. The Jazz, um, I really like that Jazz team. I, I think that they could make a run. Yeah, uh, surprising a lot of people. They won 14 out of 15 games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, their problem is, is, is when they get away from home, it, it's dicey 50, whether 50. they show up. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's dicey whether they show up. Um, you know, uh, Ernest Rockets, uh, they're figuring it out. Uh, I obviously think that they're uh, I don't think you can go without any size. Um, I know they live by the three, but, I mean, you need some size. You need some kind of rim protector. So I, I look for them to make another move before the end of the deadline. The Mavs have, have surprised. They, they, you know, they, they've looked good. Um. You know, a couple teams on the outside. You know, Zion's really been out for the Pelicans. But, you know, if you want to watch some fun basketball, those guys can score. Uh, you know, the, the the bottom's bad. I mean, the the Warriors are going to do the, you know, they go from the bottom and now they're going to do the rebuild again. Uh, they, they have a lot of players on the market right now. Yeah. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's got to be on the move. I can't believe that the Timberwolves – won't give up a pick for him, but you know what I mean? So Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson got held out tonight of their game. So they're likely going to get yeah, traded by the yeah, they're, guys. Yep. Yep. They're likely to move. So the West should be fun. Uh, you know, the, the, it's not as, it's not as uh, stacked at the bottom there anymore as it used to be. Um, the Grizz and the Blazers and the Spurs are probably battling for that A spot. So that's about where we're at in the West. All right, yeah, and uh, you know the breaking news of of Andre Godala going to the oh, Heat yeah. from Memphis. You know that sends Justice Winslow to Memphis. So Memphis getting super young and a lot of talent, and a super young, super young team. Um, wow, that's that's honestly a steal, yeah. getting Justice yeah. Winslow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um. How do we feel about the All Star Game selections for this year? They're fucking garbage. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. We got to start looking at it a different way. I think. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of snubs out there. I, I think that there was too much value put on team success this season, and I mean, Kyle Lowry had a great season, uh, a great half of the season. Jason Tatum also looked pretty good, to name a couple guys, but. 
honestly, there was other people that could have been in. The rookie and sophomores, I think they need to bring that back. Get this USA and world thing out of here. There was there was a lot of snubs when it came to that as well. A lot of guys that uh have had great seasons. Colin Sexton included. I mean, this guy's had 20 points in like 18 of his last 20 games and didn't get an invite. I mean, it's some people just left out completely. Is Carl Anthony Towns an all-star? No. <laughs> No one on the Timberwolves is an all-star, especially not Andrew Wiggins. He's a fucking dumpster fire of a player. <laughs> Honestly, he might be on the move too. Andrew Wiggins is likely on the move, but uh, Andrew Wig or Towns, excuse me, is another guy that could be gone within the next two years. The Timberwolves have to be some of the shittiest basketball teams. Like ah, they're fucking garbage for what they have. Like you have a great point guard in Teague. You have. A small forward that needs more offensive opportunities rather than defensive opportunities. And you should be running your offense through Cat, which they, for some reason, don't do 100% of the time. And you wonder why you only have 15 wins. So the. Well, well, sort of, they they would be a lot better without Wiggins first. Like, Wiggins is attempting yeah. more shots per game than Towns. That's a problem. Immediately. Yeah. I, think Teague, I, think, I think Teague is gone, too. I think Teague's back with Atlanta. Isn't that, isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, ah, whatever. The Timberwolves um, suck anyways. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? They, they can't even get they D-Lo. Actually, They're fucking shit. They actually, yeah, they actually don't even have a true point guard right now. I think they played through a shooting guard if they were to play a game today. Um, but let's talk, about, let's talk about one last thing. Kelly Oubre is another name now getting pitched out there, being on the trade market available. How do we feel about that coming out of Phoenix? I think he's had a pretty solid season. What do you give up for him? At time. Yeah, that's I think that's the question. Like that's my thing. Like what is Cantor? And it's Cantor. And it's Cantor in a second round pick. Why are you trading Cantor? Cuz Cantor yeah, that isn't that fucking happen. good. Cantor's good. He's wow, good. He's good. Kelly Gray would not Cantor's even average on that team. They have so many forwards. Cantor does his job for what he's paid, and that's yeah. what you need him to do. And he's, he he plays the, the role that he needs to play. Yeah, it, you, you, you need the rebounding, So, and, and he he's such a good steal. Like, I mean, and first mm-hmm. of all, trading Cantor, you need to get half these guys that they're talking about. You need to dump salary, and trading Cantor is because he's on such a great deal isn't going to dump the salary you need. Right. I agree, hundred percent. And they were on—they're in on the Clint Capella deal. They were trying to get him, and they couldn't—they couldn't get a deal done. And and his counter would have been on the move because that would have been a deal for the Rockets because right. his salary is so cheap. Yeah, yeah. Now that, that's a good point, and it's a good segue to the last topic we're going to talk about, which is the fourteen blockbuster trade. So before we move to our pick'em segment, let's just dabble on that. Uh, and I don't want to do a long, lengthy conversation. Let's just say. Who won that trade? If we say today this was the end of it, I know it's not over. They're still trying to fit pe- more pieces into it. So let's just say today, right now, the way the trades run out, I'll go down the line. Kyle, who won that four-team blockbuster trade? Come back to me. <laughs> okay. All right. Vaughn, why don't you start us off? Yeah, I think Houston won the trade. Uh, Jordan Bell do what Clint Capella could do. Uh, at, at a B, at, at an A or B, so Bell's the B, obviously. Covington kid the threes for them. 
Uh, Atlanta got the great deal, too. I think the loser out of Minnesota. They didn't get anything worth having. Okay. Uh, who won it for you? That's the first round pick. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I like the Hawks out of this. I, I like what they're putting together down there. Um, I obviously think the Rockets are making another move. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, right now, I understand the Covington move. I, I get it. You know, a 3D, I get it. But, you know, that you need at least some size. I mean, you to match up out there at some point. So, but I, I like what the Hawks are doing down. I, I, I think they finally have it figured out. I, I really Dre, since I'm here in the waves, what about you? Who won that four-team trade? Yeah, definitely the Hawks. I mean, Capella and Collins down there, that's that's huge. And with uh, the way that Trey Young has been playing, I think uh, they have a solid team. Okay, Miles, how are you hearing about the 14 trade? Uh, the Hawks are big winners. They told Trey Young that they would go get him help, and you know what? Now they're starting to hold upon their word, getting Clint Capella. The Rockets are obviously winners here, too, getting Covington and Bell. Uh, even I think they got, what, a second-round pick, too? Um, so they're yeah. the only ones that really benefit from this. The Nuggets, I don't even know what the fuck the Nuggets got. Probably nothing good. And the Timberwolves just the Rockets first, really. It's really all they feel. I mean, they got they got a rehab Gerald Green and Noah Vonley. Yeah. Okay, well, that's I mean, that's a bunch of role players that can, but probably won't make an impact. Uh, not really what the right. Nuggets need. Uh, and the Timberwolves just fucking uh, I don't really know what they were doing there, <laughs> but they got Willie Hernandez. <laughs> Evan Turner's been... probably sad. Oh, I mean, Evan Turner was one of the worst contracts I've ever seen in my life, so. To go from Atlanta to Minnesota, I mean, come on. Who are actually playing right now, believe it or not. <laughs> and I, I think I have Steve here. I'll get Kyle's input before I come in. So, Steve, who won the trade last night? Uh, I am going to have to, unfortunately, say the Hawks. They, they drive me crazy, but... um. Yeah, they, Clint Capella is a great fit for them right now. Trey Young definitely needed some help. Uh, he's He's been great this year. He's really impressed me. Uh, uh, you can't say the Rockets lost yet. Uh, I think Covington will fit well there. But uh, as you guys have mentioned, um, he they do need to go get a big now. They, they have to go and make another deal, so... Uh, you, I really have to wait and see what's up their sleeve before um, yeah. I make that judgment. Um, Perfect. Yeah, Kyle. it's really all I got there. Kyle, what about you? Come, come back to you. Okay, so I was able to kind of go back and take a look at it, and I'm going to agree with everybody else here with the Hawks. It just I seem like they, they really got what they needed here to help Trey Young, and it's it just it seems like a really good move for them in my eyes. Okay. Yeah, I obviously am biased, so I am going to say that the Rockets pulled out this trade probably better than what you guys think um, for a number of reasons. Covington used to play for the Rockets, so it's almost like he's coming home. And, um, you know, we needed a 3 knee player, and if you look at his stats, he's a lockdown top 10 defender one-on-one. Uh, stats to prove it. He hasn't been bottom uh, – he hasn't been less than top 15 uh, the last four seasons, so – um, they need that if you want to have somebody else guarding 
uh, Paul George, somebody else guarding a wing player that that can that can move the ball. Yep. So they need that, and 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 obviously D'Antoni's system going back to the seven seconds or less. They're going to play fast. They're going to play five spread. I can't imagine how you're going to guard Harden or Westbrook one on one with nobody underneath the basket. But that's essentially what you're going to have to do. And and so that's that's going to create fits on the offensive end, but the defensive end is going to be a huge struggle. And they've already been out rebounded by an average of 15 rebounds the last three games, but they are three and zero. I'm sorry, now they're four and zero in small ball lineups. So. The lineup of death is what they're replicating from the Warriors days. I do think that that big that big piece is still coming. I know they're still looking at Tristan Thompson. Uh, is, is rumored to be that that target coming over to Houston. That they were in deep talks with Cleveland today. So if that came to fruition, we'll have a whole other conversation next week about that. But um, a lot of stuff happening in the NBA. Fourteen trade. I obviously. Oh, I didn't even say it, but obviously Clint Capella. Goodbye, man. You were fantastic. A lot of great games. A lot of games where I just said what the fuck, but. Awesome to see you going to a young team. Great benefit to the Hawks. You're going to love them. I don't know what was going on with Denver. Um, I don't even want to touch the other two teams, but uh, Hawks and Rockets easily had the better of the trade. But let's take let's let's take that and go to a commercial break, and we'll go right into our pick'em. Really, uh, really excited for that. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Before we start round two on the Sport Jeans Into the Lab podcast, we'd like to remind any listeners that if you play basketball and you are from the ages of 8 to 18 in the Rio Grande Valley, check out Triple Double Basketball Academy, one of the premier programs in Texas located at the center of the RGV in Harlingen, Texas. Find your young basketball pros practicing ball handling techniques, proper shooting forms, learning strength and conditioning techniques, and gain unmatchable experience with elite state tournament play. Follow on Facebook or visit www.tripledoublebasketballacademy.org. Triple Double Basketball Academy, where each basketball player grows no matter what. Round 2. Weekly Pick'em and Game Outlooks. All right, so round two, our XFL and NBA pick them. We're going to jump right into it, start with the XFL. The Seattle Dragons going to D.C. against the Defenders. The Defenders open up as seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I'm going to start this with the XFL expert in Miles. Miles, take this away. What's your pick? Um, as, of, as of right now, I think that D.C. has probably the best team talent-wise. Uh, they're, they're competing with, like, Dallas and Tampa Bay, really, for that role. But, I mean, we, we won't totally know that till these games start and you get a feel for these teams. But uh, D.C. has Tyree Jackson, the quarterback from Buffalo, who's, like, 6'7 and can scramble. I feel like a lot of XFL guys won't really know how to defend against that. He also has Eli Rogers, the wide receiver that used to play for Pittsburgh and wasn't, you know, anything special, but wasn't anything terrible. So going up against Seattle, who I have written down as probably the worst, if not the second worst team with the New York Guardians on paper. Uh, so I'm going to go with DC uh, here to cover the spread. Perfect. And how about you, uh, Paul? You know, I'm laying it with my boys. The defenders. Well, I'll wait. <laughs> All right, going to see you take the spread too. Seven and a half. Yep. Taking it, Vaughn. What about you? 
Yeah, I got to take the favorites as well. I kind of agree with Miles a lot of the way. Um, I just think that they're one of the best ones overall, looking at them on paper with uh, some of the ex-NFL players that they have. Perfect. And, Steve, who do you have in this, Seattle or D.C.? I'm going to go with the favorites just because I haven't seen the team play yet, so I need to see how they are. <laughs> got it. So, uh, before I can really give you analysis. Gotcha. Kyle. I'm going to go DC as well. Um, I agree with what uh, I believe it was Miles said with the talent wise. Um, they stack right up there with Tampa Bay and I believe Houston as well is a very talented team. So I'm going to go DC. Gotcha. Dre, how are you feeling about this game? I got to go with my boys, my team, Seattle, baby. Seattle, Seattle pulling the upset. You're taking out. Oh, yeah. The, Perfect. It's not an and upset, I, man. <laughs> it's not an upset. Seattle's just the better team. Statement <laughs> win. You'll see. Oh, well, Dallas is my team, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yep, it oh, is. wait. But I, then I'm taking Dallas, right? Because <laughs> Renegades, you've been afraid. We penetrate, penetrate pop culture. Bring you a lot closer. I forget where they go from that in that song. That's that oh. Eminem and Jay-Z song. That's okay. Also, when we Steve, get... Steve against me this week. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, 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 actually, it's actually Seattle against DC. We're not at Dallas yet. That's okay. Oh, oh. we're not at Dallas? We're, oh, damn it. Get there. Oh, damn get there. it. Oh, damn it. Did I waste my comment? That was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <you wasted> <laughs> we'll, Sorry, we'll come I... back to you, Steve. Sorry, we'll I'm reading you. a lot of other shit here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll come back to you. I'm, take, I'm taking DC with the spread. I'm going to take the home team. Why not? But Los Angeles Wildcats are visiting the Houston Roughnecks, coming down to the Lone Star State. Roughnecks, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Riding Houston out, I'm picking Houston with the spread. Who do you have in this one, Vaughn? Uh, I'm also taking Houston, too. Um, I, I like their team, and they also have Coney Ely, who was a beast in the NFL for a short period of time, for about three years. And they have Connor Cook as well, uh, Michigan State quarterback, play with my friends in college. And I also got to party with Connor Cook once. And I'll tell you, he's a fun guy. So I'm proud of you sitting this one. Probably makes you go better this. Perfect. Dre, I'm going to go to you next. Who are you taking in this game? Um, yeah, what's the spread? It is five and a half. Uh, you know what? I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Houston wins, but they don't cover. Gotcha. Perfect. Miles, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, as you guys mentioned, Houston's led by Connor Cook, who, if Vaughn is correct, is a fun guy. That might be the only good thing he has away from him because he's a fucking good football player. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Houston has Coney Ealy and Sammy Coates, who are both former NFLers who were good for a short period of time. Uh, so uh, Houston's got an all-around pretty good team, and they're actually led by june jones who has just really been around the nfl for a long time as an assistant coach so getting that sort of nfl experience is really good i also am a i'm following the wildcats uh whose head coach is winston moss who uh, maybe dre knows this maybe dre doesn't but he is a super bowl champion linebacking coach with the packers their quarterback is josh johnson the legend who was like three and oh for you know, two games or whatever in the end of 2018 or some shit like that. And, of course, my guy, Sean Oakland. So I'm going to go with L.A. for this one just because I'm rooting for them. And I actually think that that 
Connor Cook factor is really going to ruin it for Houston, and he's ass going to get benched immediately. Nah, he's going to look like he's going to look like a magician out there. By the way, Los Angeles Wildcats. The acronym is Law. That's pretty cool. Steve, what about you? Who are you picking for this game? Uh, I'm going to go with the Wildcats. Going with the Wildcats upset as well. All right, Paul. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Wildcats upset. Going with the Wildcats upset. You guys are crazy. Kyle, bring this home. I like me some Sean Oakman. He he played for the arena team here in town last year. I'm actually going to go Houston. Um, I I know they don't like Connor Cook here, but I I do. He's a he's a hometown Michigan State boy, so um, I'm I'm riding him. I I want to see I want to see him step up because he I'm not going to lie. Miles is correct. He was absolute ass in the pros, an absolute ass at the end of his college career. But hopefully this is different. So I'm just going Houston. Yeah, it's going to be different. He's going to go into the lab and cook them. All right, Tampa Bay Vipers, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. It's a surprise to see a road favorite week one against the New York Guardians. That doesn't sound very well. Um, let's go ahead and tar- start with you, Miles, since you have the in-depth analysis, and we'll go off of that. All right, so Tampa Bay's head coach is Mark Trestman, who I think actually a lot of us here will know, and especially me because he is yes. big up in Canada, who is a three-time Grey Cup champion and a two-time CFL Coach of the Year, but he was also former Bears head coach, Ravens offensive coordinator, been around the league a bit. Tampa Bay is led by quarterback Aaron Murray, who I think a lot of us here will also know. He was the quarterback in Georgia for a while, came into the NFL, sucked, got kicked out of the NFL, uh, but I think he's probably the most established quarterback in the XFL, probably will end up being the best quarterback in the XFL. However, the big, big X factor here is wide receiver Antonio Callaway, who's a legit NFL player who could probably be in the NFL if he wasn't busy smoking so much fucking weed and getting arrested for it. Um, Easy. Yeah, yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say, man. I, not, nothing, hey, you know what? Watch who you're talking to over in this, this corner here. Steve, shut the fuck up. I get high as fuck all the fucking time. I'm just saying that in the NFL, your ass is getting you kicked out You do not get that. higher than me. I never said I did. I said I get high all the fucking time. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, all right. I thought you said that. <laughs> no. I'm no. high right now. <laughs> I can't <laughs> tell. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Ditto. And then on paper, New York Guardians are probably the worst team in the XFL, but they're led by AAF star quarterback Louis Perez, who played for the Birmingham Iron, who was really good in the AAF. And Actually got an NFL job for a while, but didn't really make it anywhere. Uh, but other than that, New York is shit, so I'm going to go with Tampa Bay by a long shot on this one. So Tampa Bay is going to keep that with the spread. Let me go to you, Steve. You're on my screen. Um, I'm sorry. What was that? Tampa Bay or New York? Tampa Bay, New York. Fuck New York. Tampa Bay. <laughs> okay, Paul, how are you feeling? Well, if they're if they're laying points on the road first week, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Taking Tampa Bay with the spread, also, Vaughn. How about you? Obviously not. Uh, <laughs> 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 I got I got ties, but no. I mean, they opened the Guardians opened up as the tied favorites with the Renegades to win the championship. I mean, I know Miles is saying on paper they don't look that good, and I agree. They're not the best team looking at them on paper. They're, They're the worst of- team on paper. They are the worst team on paper by a mile. And, yeah, that's opinions, but they still are the favorites to win, to, to win the championship, so that's saying something. Vegas might not feel the same type of way. Um, 
But yeah, I'll take the home team plus two. I'll take them on the money line as well. First week. And, uh, yeah, and everyone listening, if they don't, everyone else is right. Sorry. Yeah, very cool. Also, the acronym NYG. So keeping that New York Giant kind of tie there in New York. Good for them. Good for them. They're actually, they play like that. Their head coach was actually a assistant coach for the Giants for a long time. Uh, hold on, I have his name here. Kevin Gilbride. He was a really good friend with Tom Coughlin and has two rings with the Giants. Oh, wow. Look at that. Both yeah. courtesy of Manning. Kyle, why don't you come in with your pick for this game? Well, Tampa Bay is my team, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm going to ride them, and I'm going <laughs> to think that they are going to uh, they're gonna blow these guys out. Again, I'm a Boston guy, so fuck New York, just like Steve said. So, yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay. Definitely sounds unbiased in these picks, but let's go with Dre for this last this last pick. Tampa Bay or New York, Dre? You know, uh, Bird sucks ass, but I'm just going to roll with them. I don't know who probably gonna have a good so Tampa I didn't hear much of what you said but I know you said Tampa, Tampa. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put Tampa in there for you buddy now let's talk about, about Tampa. Let's, let's talk let's talk about uh, Steve Steve your, your team's gonna come up next St. Louis Battlehawks are going to Dallas the Dallas Renegades eight and a half point favorites at home how do you feel about this game Steve Renegades, you've been afraid. You penetrate pop culture, bring you a lot closer. I remember the next lyric. I'll say it. But yeah, fucking renegades are winning, bro. Do you guys even know what song I'm saying? By the way, I, no. I bet it's called Renegade by uh, Eminem and Jay Z. Yes, thank, thank you, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I said, I said why that. Did you go, why did you go super sophisticated there? Oh, well, yes. Thank you, Kyle. I, I, I don't know. He's a sophisticated <laughs> man. Lay off. Yeah, I'm very, very sophisticated. Have you noticed? Yeah, it's, it's fucking Eminem. Thanks, yeah. Kyle. The fuck, man? Give us the fucking program, bro. I'm fucking sophisticated. Miles, give us the analysis on this game, please. All right. The, <laughs> both these teams are really good on paper. Uh, I really like uh, the running back core that St. Louis has. Uh, probably not the football they were wishing to get back, but you know what? St. Louis, fuck you. You're going to deal with it. They got Christine Beichel, who uh, a lot of people will know as uh, a guy who made his rounds in the NFL and is by, bat- is by no means terrible, but by no means great. But in the XFL, he might look like Ezekiel Elliott. Also, they the have. Show, right? Yes. He did at one point. Uh, they also have Matt Jones, who people may remember as a guy who was good for three games with the Redskins and then disappeared forever. Um, St. Louis also has a collection of quarterbacks. I'm not really sure, sure who's starting, but they're all not terrible options. They got uh, Jordan Tiamu, who was a quarterback at Ole Miss. Didn't really find his way in the NFL, but he was like a fifth or sixth round draft pick. And actually, I had him graded as like a third or fourth round draft pick at one point. Uh, they also have Taylor Heineke, who was a backup in Carolina for a while. And Nick Fitzgerald, who's been a backup for a couple NFL teams. Uh, so St. Louis, not terrible on paper, not great either. Uh, but probably the best team in the XFL is got to be Dallas because they're led by uh, one of the greatest college head coaches uh, in probably the 2000s, Bob Stoops. Uh, he was great with Oklahoma. Their starting quarterback is Landry Jones, 
who was the backup to Ben Roethlisberger for a long time and uh, definitely started in quite a few games there. They also have a decent running back core comprised of Lance Dunbar, the former Dallas running back, who who was good for (laughs) four or five games. And also Cameron Artis Payne, who was never good for Carolina and immediately got replaced by Christian McCaffrey. Uh, they also have an good. edge rusher named Halohi Kikaha, who Saints fans will remember as a second or third round pick. Uh, that never really turned out well for the Saints because of injuries, but he is by no means to be slept on. He'll probably be up there for sacks in the XFL. Uh, so just all around, this is actually going to be a very good game. I would put this as game of the week. Uh, but in my opinion, I think that Dallas will win simply because they have that head coaching experience and they have good leadership there. So I'm going to go with Dallas in this one. And that was Man, you did a lot of studying on this. <laughs> <laughs> he might have done Thank more you, than Drake, me. Really, that's that's a, that's a big. I, I I'm muted that just to say that. I'm just gonna say that straight up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kyle, how, how do you see this game? Um, I'm going to take Dallas here. Did you say Kyle? I hope you did. Yes, I did. I yes, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> damn it, Kyle. Damn it, Kyle. Um, I'm going to take Dallas. God damn you guys. I'm going to take Dallas. Um, <laughs> God. I can't focus. Um, smoking and talking to you guys. Got me all fucked up. Um. I'm, yeah, I'm going to take Dallas here. I, I, I'm looking here, and I, I just like their talent. Um, I just feel like they have a very, very good chance of probably <coughs> taking this whole league. Steve, you got the good team, apparently, so I don't know yeah, who the hell you paid. I'm but... kind of pissed about that. Paul, Thanks, let's, let's get your pick. Uh, I'm going to take Dallas to win, but not to cover. All right, Vaughn, how about yeah, you? No, they're covering. Uh, I'm, I'm going the same way. Uh, I've seen Landry Jones in person twice. And uh, from the, my couch five <coughs> times with the Steelers, so I'm uh, I'm gonna take them to win, but not to cover in this one. Yeah, but Landry Jones on Texas and Oklahoma soil is just so different. <laughs> you are we'll just see. like a straight Texan, dude. Yeah, motherfucker. All right, oh, Drake. God. <laughs> what do you have, Drake? I'm, I'm going against Steve and. Christine Michael actually played for the Packers, so uh, the other team that's not Dallas. <laughs> Just the other team, whoever that is. All right. So, wow. Great yeah, he's... St. Louis. <laughs> he's, he's throwing shots, dude. He's just unmuting to throw shots. All right. Let's actually switch gears. Let's talk about a league we can actually have some analysis on. Let's talk about the NBA and some big games around the trade deadline. Um, looks like Danilo Gallinari may be going to Miami as well in a three team scenario. So just keep a lookout on that breaking news. Um, but let's let's take a look. We're gonna take at the next uh, take a look at the next few nights and some of the big matchups going on, starting with tomorrow night. Although we know there are some games tonight, we're not gonna cover the Wednesday night games. We're gonna go Thursday through Tuesday. So let's start with Thursday night. First game is the Philadelphia 76ers, who are kind of going into themselves right now, going into Milwaukee against Giannis and that team. Um, I'll go ahead and start the analysis on this one. Philadelphia not playing great basketball. Ben Simmons saying there's some locker room stuff. Al Horford confirmed that today. Milwaukee's zooming in the East. So behind Giannis, they have the best record in the East, and and they look like the team to beat. So I'm going to take Milwaukee at home. Um, Don't think it's going to be very close. Um, there are no spreads for this. It's just to pick them. So let's go straight through it. Um, I'm going to go with you first, Vaughn. How do you feel about this game? 
Yeah, similar to you. Uh, Giannis has them rolling right now. They look unstoppable, home or away. I got to take the Bucks in this one. Uh, simply put, Brett Brown is not holding the Sixers accountable, uh, the players accountable at all, and he's going to get fired if they don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I like the Bucks in this one. Perfect. Paul? The Bucks roll. The, there's something wrong in Philly right now. Uh, I'm down on them right now. Give me the Bucks. All right, Kyle? I'm going Bucks as well. Um, you can't trust Philly. We are on a sweep alert. Steve? I'm going to go with the Bucks. It, Philly sucks. And I mean, as much as I can't stand the Bucks, they're probably the best team in the NBA this year. Yeah. And Philly yeah, sucks. Seem, yeah, they seem the most complete so far. Um, By the Lakers. way, Philly sucks. <laughs> okay. Great. See, I'm like Steve. I, I agree that the Sixers suck. <laughs> Perfect. No, Miles, bring it, bring it home. Uh, yeah, fuck the Sixers, Bucks all the way. So, big sweet pick. Our first NBA pick of the season goes straight Milwaukee. I'm sure we'll be split on this next one. I almost guarantee it. Houston going to L.A. Thursday night late game. Um, well, I'll just go last on this one and watch you guys try to sweep it. Miles, who do you have with the Lakers and LeBron James and Anthony Davis showcase against Russell Westbrook and James Harden? Where is it? Mm. L.A. Ooh, if this was in Houston, <laughs> I would say that like Houston could have the edge here. Going into L.A., though, I mean, I just think that after all the Kobe stuff, that it's going to be really hard not only just to beat the Lakers, but to beat the Lakers in L.A. So I've got the Lakers in this one. All right, Drake. What's the game? Sorry, I was Lakers up to 7 That's okay. We know how you are, Drake. What is it? Lakers, Lakers, the Rockets. Yeah. What's the spread? No spread. We're not doing that. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing the Rockets are probably going to do something today, so they might not be at full strength uh, for that game. So uh, I'll I'll say the Lakers. Okay, you're going to go Lakers, Steve. I have to take the Lakers, unfortunately. Uh, I would like to take the Rockets, but um, I don't like the Lakers. But, yeah, it's going to be tough to win in L.A. right now. And I I don't know uh the Rockets got to figure out how these new guys are going to fit into their system. They really got to start gelling together before they can go take on a team like that at home. Perfect. Paul? I feel the same way. Uh, you know, I, I don't – you know, there could be guys sitting for Houston. I mean, they're you know, I, they're gonna. There's another piece at the fall there. So, give me the Lakers right now. Gotcha, Vaughn. Yeah, I have to agree. I'm gonna ride with the Lakers in this one. Houston's gonna need some time to figure out what's going on with their team and all the new players. Yeah, Kyle. I'm agreeing with everybody else. I just I feel like the Lakers have a lot of momentum right now, especially at home with the Kobe stuff, like they've mentioned. Um, they won't lose very many home games for the rest of the year. Uh, even with the Kuzma-Bradley trade rumors going on, you still think Lakers easily? I everybody? do. I don't know about everybody else. I, don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I feel like I the Lakers think... are riding way too much momentum right now. So Houston won't have any of the new pieces, so they won't have Covington or Bell available for them, and they haven't played with Capella in four games, and they're 4-0. 
And Russell Westbrook and James Harden are from L.A. So I think this is a big homecoming for them. I'm going to take Houston on the road because L.A. stole one in Houston. And I don't see that one not being a split series in that game in March being huge. So I'm going to say Houston steals one just to be different because it's the first pick of the NBA season. I'm definitely not picking against my rocket. So yeah, take that for that, that what that's worth. Um, that sweep is upset. Let's, let's go to two, um, Friday night, which is Toronto heading over to Indiana. Toronto, um, obviously, riding high from last year. Doesn't have Kawhi Leonard anymore. Fred Van, Van Fleet is playing, playing out his mind the first half of the season. Yeah. Um, uh, just a, a terrific team effort. Team looks great still, chemistry-wise. Indiana has the Aladipo effect, that emotional feeling coming back. Uh, Pacers still still one of those teams in the East that are relevant, just not contending relevant. So I, if I'm wrong about that, you Eastern teams, just let me know. But I'm going to take um, Indiana at home. Um, I want to take Toronto on the road, but I, I have a feeling Indiana at home is just tough to beat with a lot of back in the lineup. So I'll go over to Miles first on this one. Pacers are smacking up the Raptors right now. They'll do it even worse in Indiana. I got the Pacers. Gotcha. Steve, how do you feel about the Pacers? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Pacers to win. Vaughn? Yeah, I decided like where they're playing. Yep, um, they're playing a home-and-home home series right now where they get one day off and then to the next city. Pacers are likely going to win. I gave them out tonight plus seven to my clients. Shout out to them because they're going to get a hitter. But I'll take the Raptors on the second <laughs> game. I always, I always take the, uh, the second team, the losing team in the first game to win the second game or cover in the second yeah. game regardless, so... Raptors here in the second game. Going Raptors. Good advice, Spawn. Paul, what about you? Yeah, I had to I debated on this one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Indiana. I kind of just like what they're doing there right now. Um uh, just kind of right under the radar of everybody. Um you know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Indiana here. Dre, how are you feeling about them Pacers? <coughs> uh, I've got I've got some buddies listening that or, or that will be listening that are Raptors fans, so I'm I'm just gonna say the Raptors, so I, I can maybe get a free beer. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Kyle, what about you? Bring us home. I'm thinking uh, I'm gonna go Indiana. I'm watching right now. They're smacking the Raptors around, and I think they're gonna do worse at home. So, oh uh, yeah, I'm going Indiana on this one. Okay, all right, perfect. Utah hosting Portland late Friday night. One of those late games. Obviously, Damian Lillard, one of the hottest players right now, stat-wise, playing and and uh, doing wonderful things with that lineup. Mello and Trevor Ariza, great additions to that Portland team. And then Utah went on that streak before the Rockets' B team beat them at home, and then they lost five of six since that 14 out of 15 streak. So Utah trying to get their legs back under them this week against Portland. So let's talk about that game. I'm going to start with you, Paul. How do you feel about the Jazz hosting the Blazers? Two very good teams right now. Yeah, I like I like the Jazz at home, so you know uh, I, I'll I'll never go against them at home. I I like them there, and uh, I think they get back on track. Did you hear how the Rockets B team beat them? Yeah, I did. Oh, so, I just I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to yeah. make sure. Hey, and then, uh, hey, and by the way, it's not going to be easily. The Lakers aren't going to beat them easily. I just feel like you know Houston's just got to figure it out. Yeah, oh, I know, man. I was I was just kidding. I just keep <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what about you? How do you feel about them Jazz at home? Um, I I don't know. I I'm gonna take Jazz here. Um, I just I I'm taking the team that looks hot. All right, 
Dre, what about you? You got friends in Utah? <laughs> yeah, you, you, Utah at home. Easy, easy call. That's a free beer for Dre in Utah now. He's pulling his tabs everywhere. Steve, what about you? I'm going to ride Utah at home. Got it. I am taking Utah at home myself. Miles, what about you? I mean, I haven't been following the NBA too closely, but from what I'm hearing, this has to be Dame's MVP season, right? Yes. This is his season. All right. Uh, well, I mean, the Jazz, it's in Utah? Yep. Yes. Jazz are amazing at home. Very hard to beat them in Utah. Uh, and the and the Trevor Blazers are what, one spot out of the playoffs. So it's going to be a really gritty game, but I feel like that the Blazers will somehow sneak through with like one or two points. So I'll take uh, Portland. Kudos to Miles taking that upset. What about you, Vaughn? Yeah, I mean, the Jazz have been spectacular at home. They're uh, probably the Western Conference best team at home. But you can't short Damon Lillard. The spread's probably going to be six and a half or seven and a half points. Um, I'll probably take the Blazers to cover in this just because Lillard's been playing so well, and I kind of think that Nuggets game was a letdown. But I'll take the Jazz to win this game for sure. Um, yeah, Lillard, 45 points in seven games, aver- averaging 45 over seven games. That's that's miraculous. That's James Harden-esque. I'm glad you said that. That is James Harden-esque. Way to live up to that potential, Dame. So, Utah, right, and since we're on that topic, is traveling to Houston Sunday night, and that, or Sunday, and that's going to be the game we focus on other than Boston OKC, which we talk about next. So, Utah goes to Houston on the road. Houston going to be hosting. We've talked about both teams. I'll just go right down the list. Miles, Utah or Houston in Houston? Yeah, in Houston, once they start getting that team together, uh, I think that they can be probably one of the – more destructive teams in the NBA, even if they don't have a seven-footer. Uh, so in Houston, I'll take the Rockets in this one. That's a good pick, Drake. We'll come back, Steve. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was trying to get the mute button. Gotta take the Rockets <laughs> in that one. Taking the Rockets, Dre. What about you? Um. Hardest gonna take fifty shots and he's gonna score fifty points. So, Rockets. Thanks, Dre. I like the backhanded compliment, Paul. Yeah, the, the Rockets. Uh, uh, that what you said about putting teams in odd positions on that defense. Uh, what do you do with Gobert that game? I mean, right. I don't know what he does there. Um, so I think the Rockets take it. Vaughn. Yeah, I, I think that if Harden and Westbrook play, this is a game you're going to see them just go crazy and attack the Jazz at home. Um, I think that this is going to be a small spread as well. So, Rockets might even be underdogs at home. I'll take them to cover that. Perfect. Kyle? Um, I'm going to go Rockets. I just, think I just think they're the better team here. I am going to go Jazz. I don't think Houston can cover that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going Houston. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Houston. <laughs> I wasn't going to change. Now, I'm going to start with the Boston man himself on this one. I'm going to start with Steve. Boston visiting OKC. OKC a surprise team this year, but looks like sellers at the trade deadline, which doesn't surprise me, but surprises a lot of people. Steve, how do you feel about Boston going into the Thunderdome? Uh, well, they're the Celtics, and they're, you know, they can win no matter who's out. They, they can win because somehow they find a way. Brad Stevens could do no wrong. Danny Ainge could do no wrong. <laughs> 
Uh, it, it's them and the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, yeah, they, they, I think they could walk in OKC and win. Yeah, I'm going to take the Celtics cover. I'm going to take, take Boston as too, especially if there's some more movement going with OKC and they lose some more pieces. Kyle, what, what about if, you? What if Boston makes a move? Well, I mean, Boston's buying though, right? They're not selling. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so they would be but adding it makes the piece. Them, by, yeah, it would be adding the piece. That would make by, then, by then, that, they would be on the roster. So mm-hmm. there's only, yeah. I think there's only like 20 hours left for the trade deadline, right? Isn't it 2 o'clock Eastern tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so about 12 to 2 tomorrow is about to be, is hopefully about to be crazy. We'll see those last that's minute a, that's trades. A, dude, that's the kind of trade deadlines I like. <laughs> Kyle, what Everything goes crazy. I'm I'm going to go Celtics. That's just probably the bias side of me, really. But I'm going to, you know, I just, I feel like they can beat anybody when, wh- whenever they need to. They're definitely going to be one of the top teams in the East this year. Definitely one of those resurgent years for Chris Paul. Everybody thought he was done. He looks great this year. He does. I, have to, I do have to, I have to say that as well. As a Rockets fan, I'm even going to say it. I mean, he looks fantastic. So, um, Let me go with you, Paul. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm going to take the Celts here. Um, just like you said, uh, their trade, they're going to be at the trade deadline there. So who, know, who knows what their team's actually going to look like by that point. Right. And, you know, I, I, I just think Boston's a more complete team. Perfect. Vaughn, what about you? Yeah, I, I like the Celtics as well on the road here. I think the Thunders are going to be big sellers. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't trade anybody because their asking price is going to be too high. But they're even thinking about moving Sam Presti. Um, the Knicks are trying to trade for him uh, at one point. So that's going to be interesting with them firing Steve Mills. So i got to take the Celtics on the road. But the Thunder will fight anybody, so I'll probably take them to cover. Perfect. What about you, Drake? Um, well, Alex Caruso might be a thunder by the end of the week, but this is the easiest pick so far. Celtics win. Perfect. And Miles, bring it home. Uh, that was really last Who's Boston playing? Ah, who cares? Celtics win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's zoom through these. Let's zoom through these if I can talk. San Antonio Spurs going on the road against Denver. Both teams kind of underperforming this year from what people thought they would be doing. Um, I just saw the funniest tweet a little while ago. If you combine Jimmy Butler with Andre Iguodala and their nicknames, it's Jimmy. It's and and Iggy. So you're doing, you're getting jiggy with it. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. So uh, Spurs going to to uh, Nugget Country. Um, Spurs. I think they're on the outside point, outside looking in right now in the West. Right. They're they're kind of tenth in the West. I think they're down there. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you have the, twenty-two and twenty-eight. Yeah, that's just terrible. So Spurs struggling and. Down- Denver not up to that, you know, top tier record. Obviously, nobody's catching the Lakers this year. But let's start. Let's start with you, Vaughn. How are you feeling about the Nuggets at home against the Spurs? I mean, simply put, the Nuggets. Nikola Jokic and the squad put together a great run for ten games without Jamal Murray and Paul Millsap. The Greg Popovich era is over for the Spurs. I mean, simply put, they've looked terrible this year. But outside, got to take the Nuggets at home here easily, and they'll cover a spread. Whatever. Gotcha. Kyle, are you feeling the same way? Yeah, um, I just I feel like the Nuggets are the clear favorite here. The Spurs don't look good this year. Um, the Nuggets are a team that I've kind of been watching, and they've been staying right there at the top of the standings all year. Um, I, I think I just think this is a clear-cut Nuggets win. Gotcha. I'm taking the Nuggets at home also, even though I'm very near and dear to the San Antonio Spurs. just feel like it's a down year for them. Paul, I'm going to go with you next. Same thing, Denver. And- 
Perfect. Miles, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I was uh, who said it, but the Greg Popovich era is over. I mean, outside of DeRozan, there's not really any talent on the Spurs team that's good enough to help win. I mean, Lamarcus Aldridge is just on a decline. Jakob Pertl hasn't lived up to his potential. Uh, I don't even know where Lonnie Walker is. I don't even know where DeJounte Murray is. Those guys have disappeared. Uh, so it's a one-man team, and it's not a very good team. So I'll take the Nuggets. Got it. And Drake? You know, the, the Nuggets are a very deep team. Now they've got a chance to from the T-Wolves, so that's been better. So Nuggets win. Perfect. And Steve, bring us home on this one. Yeah, I got to take the Nuggets at home. They're a much better team this year. Perfect. I'm going to leave the best game for last. So let's talk about the late, late game on Tuesday. And we got one more, and I promise you this segment is over. Clippers are going against the Sixers at home. Um, or, I'm sorry, Sixers are at home hosting the Clippers. I, I'm going to start this one. I'm going to take the Clippers on the road. Let me go ahead and go with Kyle next. I wasn't ready for you to call me. Um, the I'm definitely going to take the Clippers here as well. Uh, I think they're just a great team. And like we talked earlier, the Sixers, you can't trust them. Yeah, absolutely. Vaughn? Uh, this, is, this is interesting. I actually might go to the game. I didn't know that the Clippers were going to be in town. And I uh, I live about five miles away from the stadium. So I think I'm going to take the Sixers on this one. I think that uh, the Clippers are going to start resting some guys near the, near the All-Star weekend and uh, get them some extra time. So I'll uh, I'll go Sixers in this one. game. Gotcha. What about you, Steve? Oh, uh, Sixers suck. So I'm going <laughs> to take the Clippers. Gotcha. Dre. Fuck the Sixers. Clippers win. Gotcha. Miles. Wow, me and Dre agree on a lot uh, of stuff. The Sixers are fucking garbage. Clippers. Yeah, the three of you are definitely agreeing a lot tonight. Paul, bring us home. Yeah, I'm on the Clippers. I, I'm fading the Sixers right now. I, I want to find out what's actually going on when you come out and say – we got stuff going on in our locker room. There's a lot of stuff going on in your locker room. So I want to know what's up. Well, they suck. Well, to me, that's personal. There's personal. <laughs> yeah, it no, just no, no. Sucks. Listen, listen, yeah. There's that too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So game of the week featured on IT this week is Boston visiting Houston. Boston coming into town to the Toyota Center. Obviously, they there's have a lot of questions at the same time. There's some drunk guy in front of me, and he's drinking out of uh, uh, straight from the bottle. And he got like pissed up the wall, and he threw the bottle at the wall. And now he's crying because he ran out of booze. It's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> who's winning the Who's winning the fight between him and the wall? <laughs> he's just sitting there, like. Super upset that he fucking broke his bottle. What is it? It's his fault. <laughs> Never uh, a dull I just, moment. I, I just passed him, actually. So. <laughs> uh, Poor guy. I feel sorry for him, actually. That's, that's kind of sad. It is a little sad. Uh, it is sad. Well, Dre, since you're on my screen, how are you feeling about those steps going into Houston? So what? Celtics going into Houston. Uh, he's, um, 
I, I said earlier that it was the easiest pick, but this is the easiest. Celtics win. Dead silence after that, huh? <laughs> you didn't like that one. Nope. No. Nope. I missed well, it. What did he say? He, he said that he was said the easiest pick of the week. Celts. Oh, my God. What a garbage pick. All right. <laughs> Go back Paul, to the movie, Sardis. What do you think, Paul? Uh, I'll, I'll take the Rockets at home. I, 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 it should be a fun game. I want to see the up and down versus, you know, good defensive squad. So, But I'll take the Rockets at home. That's a good pick. I'm taking the Rockets. I don't like that pick. I'm going to go with you, Steve. How are you feeling about this game? Uh, I'm going to, I mean, without Capella there, fucking Kansas is going to feast on the boards all night. The Celtics are the better team. We know that. That's obviously. Jordan Bell and. I mean, they don't have. The the, the, the Rockets don't have one player half as good as Jalen Brown. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But uh, I'm taking the Celtics for the bias. What was that? What did you say? What, like what, what was that? A hooker. I got some chick to say I love into the live podcast. Oh, there. that's nice. Yeah, there we go. We got that's a good. Good. I told right. you it was a hooker. How <laughs> <laughs> did you know it was a hooker? I could tell by the voice. That was a hooker voice. Oh, she was just standing there. That did so sound like a hooker voice. That was a hooker voice. She was yeah. Asian. That's well, a hooker. Let's come back to the pick one. How are you feeling about the game? Does she love it long time? <laughs> hooker. Maybe. <laughs> Dre spends his rent money on hookers. Anyway, proceed. <laughs> yeah, Dre spends proceed. his rent money having hookers say, I love the Into the Lab podcast. That's his endorsement. He probably what? just gave her money to say that. Dude, don't and then to it. Suck it sounded game. better without you guys knowing that I gave her money. See, it's a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> great. Mon, save us. Save us. <laughs> Did Mon live? Celtics are going to win. There's my pick. <clears throat> I didn't hear you calling. I think they're going to feast down left without Quintabella. You say you take Boston? Yes, sir. Of course. All right. All right. Can't win them all. Miles! <laughs> Who's Boston playing again? Ah, it doesn't matter. C's win. This is a completely slightly biased panel on this game. Hell no. It's just, uh, it's just experts giving their strategic opinion. Yeah, dude, you, you know the slogan is that I don't let my bias overcome my knowledge. Dre, go ask that hooker who's going to win. God. That's actually a good one. Dre, go ask her real quick. I want to see what she says. Oh, I, I left her behind, but uh, I'll try to find somebody else and ask them. <laughs> okay. Oh, All God. Right. While Dre is finding somebody to ask about the Celtics-Rockets game, we're going to end this segment on that note, and we'll be right back with our round three where we're going to introduce the Audible. We're excited. All right, people, we'll be right back.
As we move to round three, want to remind everyone traveling to the Alamo City during the beautiful fall and winter seasons, keep SATX rated handy for the latest information on new events, restaurants, and giveaways so that you and your family or loved ones can enjoy the city with the hottest scenes. You can follow at SATX rated on any social platform where they constantly do giveaways like Bean, front row or sitting behind home plate at the San Antonio Missions game or courtside seats at the San Antonio Spurs game. Follow SATX Rated today. Round 3. What's cooking in the lab? All right, round three, guys. I'm going to do this super raw. We haven't prepped for this. I'm just going to kind of throw out what we have for the Audible. You guys tell me how you guys are liking it, what you would tweak, what what kind of updates you guys have with the Audible. So let me just kind of throw it out there. If you've been listening and you've heard about the challenge that we have out there, just keep in mind, Into the Lab is entering this year's ESPN Sports Analytics Conference, hosted by DraftKings Challenge, where you're trying to find the next big fantasy game in any sport. doesn't matter what it is, something that you can bet on, something that you can compete against others. So we collaborated and we deliberated and are very proud to announce the new gamified potential draft game draft kings in-game contest called the audible so let me start the discussion have you ever thought your coach just can't make the right call right have you ever said the words you should have just ran the damn ball or stayed under your breath i could call better plays than that guy on the screen or you throw your beer at the screen of your steve then this is the game for you i don't right? drink Sorry, throw throw your pot at, at the screen like Steve. Oh, I don't drink. I don't drink that. either. Okay, <laughs> drink, drink. Go back to your hooker. <laughs> go find one. Yeah, to get not... a drink. Where's the hooker? So we're not gonna go full in the weeds. <laughs> She's not there will, anymore. You will be able to choose which play is best for the in-game situation your team is playing on your TV. Looking at the average yards gained for that run play for the first down or pass play. You can choose which play would be best and try to outcoach your coach in real time. Get the most points by calling the right play, gain multipliers as you streak on the right plays, and finish on top for top cap price. The audible. So you think you can outcoach a coach? Prove it. What are we I thinking, love it. guys? I, I love it. Love it. I, I, love I think, it. I, yeah, I think awesome. I'm down to lose a lot of money on it. <laughs> Definitely sounds like I am too. No, dude, I would, I would just because if I'm, if I'm gonna guess what fucking McDaniel's is about to do, then it's like if it's third and long, I'll be like, dude, draw play. Well, you already <laughs> know that. Like, they should make a special Shanahan mode where it's just like all the option is throw the deep ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that only depends on the situation hey, I, of the I, game. I, I found somebody, hold on, check this out. Is it a hooker? There you go, Steve. Celtics. They said Rockets, Rockets, huh? I heard Celtics. I heard Celtics. Yeah. Let me let me see what the let me see what it's coming in as. It looks like it's Rockets. All right, so let's talk about the. Uh, <laughs> That's bullshit. Talk about. We're at the forty day mark here before we have to present this thing in Boston, and and we have to make sure that we're we're ready for this. Do you guys have any updates? Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Any raw thoughts? Yeah, I, I like it. I think there's a ton of potential with it. Um, the stats kind of prove that it's kind of good for gambling if you put it all together and you put it in a streak mode and gamify it. So 
Um, I'm all for it. Anything? You guys have anything new for it? No, no. no just, I, just I, the I, think, no, I think it's great. I just think it's very marketable. I mean, we've all, every single one of us, has said, "What is this idiot doing?" I mean, yep. every single one of us have. Yeah, I mean, just in the Super Bowl, I found myself saying it two or three times. Like, what are yeah, those, are, those aren't even, yeah, not even teams I like. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm yelling. They're not even my teams. They're not, not teams I even like follow that heavily. I say the same, the same thing. thing. Against exactly. Minnesota, they were they were uh, the Minnesota game in the playoffs. So they they just wouldn't hand the ball to uh, Dalvin Cook. I remember Paul talking about it after. Yep, yep. So, so that's yep. another game. We all just fucking screamed at, screamed at them. Fucking, what is this guy doing? So yeah, it's so, absolutely right. Yeah, a little different curve than we talked about earlier is is it, we, we streak it. So that what I mean by we streak it is that you call plays on every dead ball, and as you accumulate, if you call the right play off of those dead balls, it, the more that you get right, the more the multiplier will go up, and that'll give you more points to the top. We can't straight bet it because not in bet in state gambling is not legal everywhere, so. <coughs> You can't straight embed it in certain states, but in, in other states you could. Like Vegas, you can certainly straight embed it, even in the stadium. I mean, that's that would be awesome if you could be in your seat and call a better play than the coach that play every play. Too you bet know? they don't listen. Um, but yeah, really. Would, really. would it be like a team? Like you pick a game and you can go in there, and then you can do it like for all the different games, or would you pick one set game per week, and then like maybe Thursday night, and Monday night, and then those are the games that you would do the audible on. I would probably guess that if you wanted to make it kind of diverse, like you have to watch multiple teams, you would you would say you can pick your game for this team, and once that team has been selected, you can't pick that team for the season. You got to go to another team, kind of like how they do on ESPN's um, already. The uh, where do they do it? What's it called? The pick challenge or yeah. whatever that is. Cash. The el- eliminator, eliminator. Yeah, streak yeah. for the cash. Yeah, streak for the cash. So that one. So. Um, the, the cool thing is that you can make it a point system. So as people are pick, making those picks, the more points you get in a game, right? You can see those standings. It makes people play more and more and more. So that's uh, – and it can be a weekly thing. That way if people want to play the next week, they're not already out it from the week prior. Something like that. I, I, I've, I've, got, I've got somebody else. Hold on. Celtics and Rockets. Easily oh. Wow, I love wow. that person. Who's Easily that? Celtic. Can we have them back on? Let's, let's I do you know that there's more than just a Celtics that play in the United States. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're not having a sign held up that says true Celtics and it says Celtics are Rockets. He would definitely not do that. No, I said Celtics are Rockets. That's it. Yeah, this is this is Dre. I, mean, I just why... asked, I just asked. Why would, uh, why would you think Ernest that Gray would go over the top with anything? That's he's doing? true. That's true. <laughs> you won't even remember just... this segment tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's why I can listen to this tomorrow as well. Retrace <laughs> <laughs> his steps. That's good. Oh, I, I did go back to the beach yesterday. Oh, yeah, I did see that guy throwing a bottle off. <laughs> Well, that's that's the, that's the raw stuff. You'll you'll see the Audible logo pop up sometime today or tomorrow. I'm working on it right now, so that's going to be fun. Uh, but keep a lookout. Keep and we submit our idea on February 12th. So that's that's one week from today. Holy crap! So we submit that idea, and then hopefully, um, when we're presenting as a finalist in Boston, <laughs> we'll be we'll be even more excited. So.
thank you guys for being a part of that and that challenge. And thank you, especially thank you to the sports scientists that helped me and help help us get to the point where we're at today. Um, I want to throw out one last thing before we say our goodbyes. Uh, any last minute uh, trade analysis for anybody? Anybody think a big name is moving anywhere in the next 20 hours? Anybody on the panel? Uh, LeBron. LeBron James. Oh, LeBron, LeBron's getting traded. Where's LeBron tra- getting traded to? Jesus. Detroit. <laughs> Buddy. Okay. All right. Well, that's out there. Anybody else? I, I think we could see Drummond move, honestly. Uh, I, you know, there's just been too much smoke around it. I mean, I, I don't know the who, though, uh, but there, he, his name just keeps coming up, coming up, coming up. I mean, something's got to be going on. The Pistons are going to be sellers with him and Derrick Rose. Yeah. Rose can definitely get sell the Sixers yep. or the, the Lakers and be uh, find, find himself on a playoff team. But I think a guy like Buddy Hill and Andrew Wiggins are probably the best bets for guys to uh, go to a team and make an impact scoring the basketball right away. Those, probably, those guys are definitely on the move. And Deion Waiters for the Heat, too. He hasn't been talked about much, but he's kind of rotting away down there. Yeah, yeah I can't think of any more sellers after that. Um but I, I know that the Knicks will be selling, trying to bring in a big piece. Anybody think D'Lo goes anywhere? Just... Nah. D'Lo, goes, D'Lo ends up on um, – uh, shit. Um, I'm going to say uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> Gee. I, I heard that they're going to look at more, Marcus Morris, Dennis Smith Jr., or D'Angelo Russell, maybe a draft pick. Involved. Yeah. Mm. That would be interesting. I don't know if that's enough. I, if I was the Warriors, I'd rather just keep Russell until Steph and Clay come back. But yeah, I agree. I agree. I didn't like the Wiggins trade for D'Lo to Minnesota, so I'm glad they didn't pull the trigger on that. Yeah. I obviously think Tristan Thompson is moving. I, I think he'll probably be a rocket. I trust more he's gonna make his That'd adjustments. For that. Yeah. But okay, so big names and 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 you know keep in touch with us. You have our Twitter handles from the beginning of the show. Um, you know, as we said before, Into the Lab podcast, we'll be hitting the road. We'll be in Boston in March. We catch a few of us live together and the rest on the phone. And uh, we'll be at the at the draft in Vegas in, in April and then um, back out on the road when we're going to be in Seattle and Portland in June. So keep, keep us handy. If you want to be on the show, you want to be a part of the show, send us messages either on Anchor or um, you can join us when we're live in those places. Um, find us. Reach out to us. <clears throat> Don't forget you can find – all of our latest information on www.sportgene.com. And, of course, we have changed our mothership. We are with Blue Collar Sports. Very excited to be a part of this up-and-coming um, sports franchise. And uh, we do have a couple of individuals that, that specialize in talking Blue Collar Sports. Par, Steve, do you either want to say goodbye to everybody or just kind of introduce the, the brand? No, not, not yet, Ernest. We're like, we got okay. to talk about a few things. Yeah, okay. yeah. We- we gotta, we got right. to figure that out with the masterminds. All right. You got it. Well, then, we will have an introduction with Blue Collar Sports at a later episode. But thank you guys for joining us. Follow me. My name is Ernest Silva at The Sport Gene. All the sports scientists behind me, Steve, uh, Kyle, Dre, Miles, Paul, Vaughn. Thank you all for being a part of the show. Thank you for giving me your picks and, and giving everybody the picks. Everybody have a great week. He's done them all day. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com. 
or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today. Today.